Thank you for joining Spotlighting the Indie Author for episode 20. Today's show, A Christmas Celebration, Mission, Christmas Traditions. Spotlighting the Indie Author is a Joseph E. Clay.com production. Now to the show. Joseph Clay here. Before we begin, let me take a minute and talk about today's show. Throughout the show, in between scenes and at the end, you will hear the greetings that were sent to us by our listeners and from our staff. The show itself is a lighthearted one that we hope will spread a little cheer and laughter. We have put together a little skit about Christmas traditions using a mixture of storylines from classic Christmas songs, stories, and cartoons, and movies. I love classic radio, Johnny Dollar, The Shadow, and others. I tried to make this show like one of those old-time radio shows, right down to the corny sound effects. We hope to answer some of those nagging Christmas questions, such as, is the first Die Hard a Christmas movie? What is the all-time best Christmas cartoon, movie, and more? Plus, we will cover some Christmas traditions that seem to have faded away over the years, you will learn the traditions of our host and special guests. Will any of their traditions be like the ones you have? Has Christmas become too commercialized and will soon become just another day off from work? If that, should we revert back to some of the older traditions that surround Christmas, family, and the true reason for the season? Now to Mission Christmas Traditions. Once upon a time, Santa had a special mission, which would bring back family traditions. Santa knew he needed the help of his brother Joe, who hated the snow. What? You didn't know about Santa's brother Joe? Well, grab some eggnog and get comfortable as we shed some light on Joe and Nina Claus and their plight. As we all know, Santa has a list and he checks it twice to see who has been naughty or nice. Well, that can take some investigation, which falls to Detective Joe and Nina Claus. When the two are not helping with Santa's list, they are keeping a close watch on the toy manufacturing in Santa's secret workshop, located somewhere in the hills of Tennessee. Oh, you didn't know Santa had a secret workshop? There's another cat I let out of the bag. Yes, he does, and there are several located through the world. Before I give away any more, let's get right to the folklore. As we all know that on the night before Christmas all through the house, nothing will be stirring, not even a mouse. But on the third night before Christmas, the elves were busy making last-minute toys for all of the girls and boys and preparing them for the night that Santa would take flight. Joe! We may need to shout with this commotion about. I can hardly hear you, my dear. That is true, and it's hard to hear you. And while Rudolph's nose, that shines so bright that it glows, may help bro Santa, but in the shop it emits an irritating hum that is bad for the eardrum. 
However, once he departs and the assembly is done, the kids will have some fun, and in the shop, you will be able to hear the tick-tock of the clock. A warm breeze filled the workshop as the huge doors were flung open. A messenger elf was dashing toward Joe and Nina Claus, shaking an envelope over his head. Could that be our special orders from the big man himself? Yep, I think it is, as I see it's stamped with reindeer paws, so it's got to be from Santa Claus. I don't understand why Bro Santa can't use the phone instead of flying the elf down here on a drone. Well, I'm glad he did. That is career elf Sid. He's cute. I hope he brought his loot. If he did, I'll have him play and sing my favorite Christmas song, Oh Come All You Faithful. He does have a great voice. Maybe he can round out the serenade with my favorite, Little Drummer Boy, Rumple Pom Pom, and then close out with Silent Night. I'll slip him a note with his tip and see if he can break bread with us this evening. As Nina was jotting her note, the courier elf slid to a stop. With a smile at Joe Claus and a wink to Nina Claus, he handed the envelope to Joe. Joe Claus was carefully opening the wax-sealed envelope as Nina was squatting down beside Sid. After placing a gold coin and the note in Sid's hand, the courier elf with the speed of a reindeer shoved it into his pockets. Then with a smile, Sid took Nina's hand in his as she said. Nice grip you have there, Sid, and good job. You showed great speed coming through the door and across the shop floor. I'll give you a 10 for that slide and stop you did at the end. Nina paused as she kissed Sid on the cheek. Sid began blushing as he shifted his feet. Sid's eyes began to sparkle as Nina began wiping the lipstick kiss from his cheek, as she said, But please be careful, as running on the shop floor is not allowed. If you fall and get hurt, you'll wind up being an elf on a shelf. Although an important job, I don't think someone as active as you would be happy in that role. With a wink, Sid kissed Nina's hand. After releasing it, he began heading toward the door from which he came. He checked to make sure Nina nor Joe were watching. With their attention focused on the note, he removed the note and gold coin from his pocket. He placed the coin between his teeth and bit down. With a smile across his face, he placed it back in his pocket. Then he read the short note from Nina. Nina and Joe twisted towards Sid as a loud <laughs> reached their ears. Sid was giving both a thumbs up. I take it that means we'll be having a dinner guest tonight. We need to make it early, as we'll need to depart at twilight. As you see, you were right. This is an assignment from the big man in the bright red suit and shiny black boots. This is a strange mission for even Santa to commission. Will we be in danger, or is this mission as special as the baby in the manger? I perceive no risk to either of us, but it's for special? Ha! <laughs> this is a bust. I'll never understand bro Santa or the way he thinks. We have to remember Santa has a magical link and his reasoning is always for the good of the season. Tell me, what are we to do? It appears to be a fourfold fact-finding mission. Santa has given us a list of two people to visit. One we have popped in on recently, the other was decades or more ago. We are to find out these things. First, what are their traditions for Christmas? You know, the food they have for Christmas dinner, favorite Christmas movie, when does the tree go up, when does the tree come down, and so forth and so on. 
Joe paused as he flipped the brown parchment paper that contained exquisite penmanship to the last sheet of the two-page document, then continued. Second, I'm sure Rudolph, that spoiled reindeer, is behind this one. Santa is taking a survey of what the best Christmas special in the animation category is. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, A Charlie Brown Christmas, or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Next, we're to find out what percentage of people still carol. And last, see who believes that Die Hard, the first one, is a Christmas movie. Well, everyone knows that the best Christmas cartoon by far is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You're just saying that because you know Rudolph personally, and the movie is nothing but his biography. Well, that's true. I do know Rudolph, and he has the biggest, prettiest eyes of any reindeer by far. And it's also true that I like to read nonfiction better than fiction, but that's not why I think it's the best animation of the four. It's fun to watch. It has great music, and it has a great story along with teaching valuable life lessons. Well, I'll admit, Rudolph is at the top of my list also, but it's in the second spot. My favorite is a Charlie Brown Christmas. I love the part where Linus recites the reason for the season. Back to our mission. These tasks do seem strange. I'll admit it will be interesting to see how these different people celebrate Christmas, but I don't get the cartoons and the movies. I know, a few years back, I remember Santa mentioning that Christmas had gotten too commercialized and needed to get back to a more traditional Christmas. Maybe this is the first step in fixing that problem. Who knows? But it's our job to complete the mission. Our subjects are located almost across country from one another. So what I think, if we split up, we can be back in time to enjoy our Christmas traditions. You know, unwrapping the gifts from our family and friends on Christmas Eve, emptying the stockings on Christmas morning. ripping into the presents Santa brings. We'll have ham and turkey with all the traditional sides for dinner. After we eat, we will enjoy my favorite movie, Christmas in Connecticut. Then mine, A Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. To me, it's the closest to the Dickens novel. Nina and Joe Claus were interrupted by the quality control elf. He needed help with the final check of the toys before they were put on the shelf. Nina was putting the letter in her pocket as Joe picked up a wrench and socket. The two began trotting to lend a hand so the elves could keep up with the demand. Hello, everyone. This is Leslie Neal. I am the owner of Nealtography. From all of us from Altoona, Pennsylvania, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. This is John Wood. Mary Felix. From Las Vegas, Nevada. My book, Muerte, Death is What I Do, is out on Amazon today. And we wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And happy holidays to everybody. The workday at the shop had come to an end. Dinner had been partaken, and Sid had sang some songs before heading back around the magical bend. Joe, it's almost twilight so we need to prepare for our trips tonight. Sid guaranteed us that all the kids would be nestled and snug in their beds with visions of sugar plums dancing in their heads. I just hope I can avoid the law, which would be neat, as I don't need home invasion on my rap sheet. Take your badge and ID card. They may come in handy and keep you from being barred. 
Joe Claus gave Nina a thumbs up and with all his credentials made his way to the fireplace. Laying his finger aside his nose and giving a nod up in the air he rose, vanishing in a puff of red smoke. Nina Claus adorned her magic Christmas light necklace and made her way out to the deck, positioning herself in the middle of it. After checking for prying eyes, Nina began twisting her hips while placing her finger to her lips. With a smile and wink, she twitched her nose and she too rose, vanishing in a pink mist. Hello, guys. This is J.B. Lyon, author of The Seven Sparks, Knights of the Trinity, that's out now. want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, God bless, and a Happy Holidays. Hi, all. This is Tanya, otherwise known as Passion, from the blog of Passion's Point. I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Safe New Year. Thank you all for tuning in and definitely check out my blog. I have my latest post coming up weekly and that's Passions Point at blogspot.com. God bless. Avery was preparing for bed when downstairs there arose such a clatter. She headed down the steps to see what was the matter. She figured the racket was from the cat's plane and flame. Once at the bottom of the stairs... Siri, turn on the living room light bright. I need to see what's causing this ruckus tonight. Avery jumped and guessed as the man standing by the tree said, Hey, Avery, are you surprised to see me again? Avery began easing back up the stairs, one step at a time, ready to turn and run on a dime. She stopped her ascent as she heard, Wait, I mean you no harm. Please don't set off the alarm. I'll remain steadfast so you can see I'm Joe Claus, the ghost from Christmas past. Avery making her way back down the staircase, stopping once again on the last step. She peeped around the corner and placed her finger on the alarm pad as she said, Not worried who you are. I just know you need to be behind bars. Locking up the ghosts from Christmas past, well, that won't last, as I can freely move through walls and reindeer stalls. There may be some truth to that. I see no broken glass. The lock is still secure on the door, but there you are, standing in the middle of my floor. The alarm was never triggered, and that one's hard to figure. But yet something's still not right on this strange night. Ghosts rattle chains, moan and groan. They don't cause clatter and engage in idle chatter. Okay, okay, you got me there. I'm not a ghost, but close. Wait, when you engage the alarm by pushing that button or through your phone, poof, I'm gone. Then you will have to explain to the cops on your loan how I got in and how I got gone. Whether I'm a man or a ghost, you have been a gracious host, so I'll be on my way and come back another day. Joe Claus removed the metal beaded light chain necklace that contained his badge and ID and laid it on the floor. Maybe when I return, my name will have rang a bell and you'll realize I don't need to be in a jail cell. Laying his finger aside his nose and giving a nod up in the air, he rose, vanishing in a puff of smoke as the clatter once again filled the room. Avery rushed into the red cloud to scoop up the badge and ID. With it clenched tight in her fist, she emerged from the red mist. With a twist and turn up the steps, she went in a dead run while saying, They say you will dream about whatever is under your pillow. That's where the badge and change will go. This man that just vanished before my eyes does look familiar, so maybe he's telling no lies. John Clay here from Nashville, Tennessee. 
I wish my family and friends both in Tennessee and Georgia a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. A special Christmas shout-out to my two sons, 11 grandkids and all the great-grandkids. My favorite Christmas song is I Wish You a Merry Christmas. With two rambunctious boys in the house who I just knew were going to lose an eye, makes my favorite Christmas movie an easy choice, The Christmas Story, wins hands down. When it comes to the cartoons, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas is the best out of the four. Merry Christmas, everybody. Joan's favorite version of I Wanna Wish You a Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad, is by Jose Feliciano. With much love, I wish my six wonderful kids, Joe Jr., Heather, and Justin, Hillary, Lindsay, and Tyler, along with their families and all the grandkids, a Merry Christmas and a safe and happy new year. Christy smiled as she felt the vibration then heard the clatter. She went to the window in a flash, tore open the shutter, and threw up the sash. There in the yard by the large cactus was a familiar pink glow. Within seconds, Nina Claus appeared, her blinking Christmas light necklace leading the way. Hi, Christy. Guess who made it back to Kaufman, Texas? Hi, Nina Claus. Come on in. I'm so glad to see you again. How long has it been? I would say at least two years, if not more. Now let me tell you what you have in store. Nina had made her way up the steps and was waiting for Christy to open the door. Nina stepped back as the door flung open. She was greeted with a warm and welcoming smile from Christy. While you have a seat, I'll turn the TV off so we can speak. The credits are rolling and there is no need to watch the scrolling. What were you watching on the big screen? Hope it's nothing that was going to make you scream. That was my favorite Christmas movie. I love White Christmas. Okay, and I have made a note of it, and that's one of my favorites also. Santa has chosen you to help bring back family traditions and togetherness during the Christmas season. He must think highly of you, as you are one of the two. Christmas is my favorite holiday, but since I was diagnosed with MS and it has progressed, I have no idea how I can help. And since you are an MS warrior and love Christmas, you just answered why you were chosen as your answers will be golden. Helping is easy. Just talk to me about how you celebrate Christmas and answer a few survey questions. Who knew Santa conducted surveys? I would have never thought that in all my days. I don't know what type of questions Santa needs answers to, but give me one and I'll answer it for you. Okay, get ready. Here we go. Which one of these four cartoons is your favorite? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Frosty the Snowman? A Charlie Brown Christmas or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? A Charlie Brown Christmas, hands down, has always been my favorite. Now let's say that Joe and I pop in on Christmas Day. What would the spread upon your table be? What a burger will be fine with me. On my table is going to only be a small turkey breast, stovetop dressing, um, mashed potatoes, gravy, green bean casserole, and of course those brown and serve rolls. That sounds yummy to the tummy. You know as well as I do, Joe Claus takes a swig of the whiskey on occasion. I prefer non-alcoholic eggnog. What is your favorite holiday drink? Before Christy could answer, the earth began to quake. The chatter echoed through the house as the room filled with red smoke. As the air was clearing, Joe Claus appeared. Wow, 
Too much magical travel in a short time span will make one dizzy. Glad to see the two of you are busy. I'm sorry for the interruption, but if we're serving drinks, I prefer bourbon. The higher the alcohol content, the better. Especially tonight, it's been rough in a fight. Go ahead, Christy. What's your favorite Christmas drink? My favorite Christmas drink is a small glass of white wine. Joe Claus, I now have a question for you. Why not counter the front door like Nina? It's not as loud and, well, to be honest with you, not as rude and loud. I can answer that one. You see, he's a Claus and full of magic. Without my magical Christmas-like necklace, I'm pure mortal since I'm only a Claus by marriage. Even with the necklace, I can only transport in open spaces and reappear outside. So, Joe, since you have more magic, you can do that also? Of course. I just choose not to. Remember on our last visit, I explained how I was the black sheep of the Claus family. They looked down on my whiskey drinking, cigar smoking, and gambling ways. Not to mention I have been known to break a couple of the top, don't under no circumstances do rules, like finishing with people watching or popping in when they're awake, and the biggie that sits atop the list, proving I'm magic. Enough about me and my rule breaking. Nina, please continue with the mission at hand. As Nina was checking her notes in Texas, up north Avery had been tossing and turning for hours when her eyes popped open. She grabbed the badge and ID card from under her head as she sat up in bed. As she read the info, a smile spread across her face as she snatched her cell phone from its charging base. Back in Texas, Nina continued her inquiry. Will do, Mr. Troublemaker. Christy, please tell us about your tree and the traditions of when it goes up and comes down and how it's decorated. I put up my tree the day after Thanksgiving, and it stays up until after the first of the year. And as a general rule, my tree has a little bit of everything on it because, of course, I still have decorations from whenever the kids were little and made them at school. And what what are some of your favorite Christmas traditions? We actually open presents now on Christmas Eve. And I used to usually give the kids only one on Christmas Eve and then make everyone wait until Christmas Day. But now I usually end up giving in about a week or two early and then we just open everything on Christmas Eve. And have you ever been caroling? What is your favorite Christmas song? Actually, no, not on the caroling, but my all-time favorite is Mary Did You Know. Brother Santa becomes grumpy if he don't eat every four hours or so. Do you leave bro Santa a snack on Christmas Eve? Not anymore now that the kids have grown up and doing their own thing. However, we used to, of course, leave cookies and carrots, a small glass of milk, and used to, I would actually mix a little bit of dry oatmeal oats with a little bit of glitter and the kids would sprinkle it out onto the front yard for the deer. Tell me, Christy, do you consider Die Hard, the first one, a Christmas movie? Absolutely not. Um, To me, a action movie is not considered a Christmas movie. Before Nina could ask another question, Joe's watch began to flash. He looked down, then back up with a smile. Nina, shaking her head, said, Please tell me you didn't break the leave no contact info rule. If you did, Santa's going to be mad as he has to issue you a new phone. Joe Claus didn't answer. He was easing to his feet with an evil grin across his face as he gave Nina a wink. You did. You left your ID with your cell number on it. 
with who you visited last. The reason you've had a rough night and it was a fight was because you lost the war and couldn't convince them of who you are. Relax, sugar plum. See if Christy has some rum, as you need to chill before you become ill. I didn't lose the war, only the battle. Rules are written to be broken, and I own that token, and why Bro Santa has us doing what we do. We get the job done while having fun and before we see the sun, so I gotta go and get it done. Use the door. Christy's pleas were not heard. As the red smoke and the home began rumbling, signifying Joe Claus's departure. Christy, looking at Nina, said, Is he always that stubborn? Oh, he can be, especially when he's on a mission, protecting our position. Most of the time, he is lighthearted and fun. Now back to my task at hand. Tell me in your own words what Christmas means to you. Used to, it was about nothing but family. And now, after a divorce and with my MS, it's just become another day to be quite honest. Now, let's say that as part of the Christmas magic and miracles, your Christmas gift this year is you could eliminate one thing in the world. What would it be? Hate. There are just so many people nowadays that are just so hateful. All right. That will do it, Christy. Santa and myself, thank you for participating. He'll have my report on you by sunrise. You take care and remember that Nina and Joe love you and have a Merry Christmas. Christy and Nina embraced in a tight hug. Afterwards, Christy held open the door for Nina to depart. Nina Claus, figuring that Joe Claus had broken enough rules for the night, waited until Christy waved by and closed the door before beginning her journey back to the mountains of Tennessee. Hi everyone, this is Kay Douglas. I wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May this magical time of year bring good health to us all. My choice for best animated Christmas show, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, wins by a bright glowing nose. Merry Christmas to Christy, Debbie, Joan and Terry, my Pearl's Peril teammates. We rock! Avery was sitting on the couch. Joe Claus's ID lamed to her right, her cell phone to her left. In frustration, she picked up her cell, checking to make sure it was on, then tossed down the phone. I must be insane waiting on a call. Texts are a red puff of smoke. This better not be a sick joke. As Avery was letting out a deep breath, the awful clatter filled her ears and red smoke made her eyes tear. Joe Claus was emerging from the smoke as he spoke. Phone transmissions can be traced. My job requires us to talk face to face. I knew it would not take long for you to remember that it was I who had your name moved from the naughty list to the nice. Not once, but twice. Avery got to her feet and motioned for Joe to follow her. Yes, I remember Joe Claus, but everyone convinced me that you were only a mess. They stopped and turned facing the Christmas tree that was on the other side of the room. Do this one last thing to prove to me that you are who I see. I pulled all of the power from the Christmas tree. I did this for you when you were 15, so I'll do it one more time to prove that Christmas magic is still alive and will always thrive. Thank you, but please be so kind and do your magic from here if you don't mind. Standing next to Avery, Joe Claus, with his arms outstretched, palms up, and hands pointing at the bottom of the tree, began slowly lifting them. 
Avery's smile became bigger and brighter as row by row the lights illuminated till the angel that sat on top began to glow. Now it's starting to look a lot like Christmas in here. That it does. I'm sorry about earlier. Is it true that you visit those at Santa Fine Special to help improve the season? That is true, and this year, that is you. It's an honor to be chosen by Bro Santa to help in the cause. We'll get to that in a second, as soon as I thought. Man, it's frigid here in the western mountains of Maine. This cold is insane. Let me get you some snacks. I like Santa cookies. What would you like with that? My favorite drink for the holidays is cider. I have plenty of that. Don't worry about the snacks. They're for Bro. If possible, a double shot of bourbon would be nice. My hands and feet are like ice. Tell me, do people still carol here, or is it too cold to be out singing in the snow? Avery pointed to a liquor cabinet. With a smile on his face, Joe Claus headed toward it as Avery answered. Not that I've seen in a long time. I think it's far too cold. With a fresh drink in his hand, Joe took a sip and slowly turned back to Avery. What's your favorite Christmas song? Matt King Cole's version of Oh Holy Night. Tell me, how can I help out Santa? Nothing physical. Bro is trying to bring Christmas back to the way it used to be. All we need to do is continue talking about Christmas. Joe Claus, while sipping the bourbon, was walking toward the tree in the stockings. After lowering the rock glass from his lips, he said, I see the stockings are hung by the chimney with care, and underneath the tree is not bare. No, it's not. And the tree is brightly lit, and the branches are ornaments and memories that I've been collecting over many years. The angel sitting atop protects those memories and reminds me that me and my family are safe. I put it up on the first Saturday of December and take it down the day after New Year's. All right, that sounds great. Tell me when the gifts under the tree will be opened for everyone to see. And what about the stockings packing so tight? When will those goodies bring to light? Stockings are the first to be rummaged through. This happens very early on Christmas morning. It gives me a few more minutes to wake up before everyone starts tearing through the presents. Let us say that <laughs> Nina Claus and myself pop back in on Christmas Day. Around dinner time, I say. What all is in your Christmas feast? Turkey, with all the traditional trimmings and lots of dessert. Ooh, I like dessert. Now for a round of questions about Christmas. What is the one Christmas movie you would consider your favorite? Hmm. 1947's The Bishop's Wife with Cary Grant. Since we're talking about the wide screen, which of these four is your favorite? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, A Charlie Brown Christmas, or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Do you believe that Die Hard, the first one, is a Christmas movie? Ooh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yikes. Okay, um, you know, the movie is set during the season. And who wouldn't want an excuse to watch Bruce Willis for Christmas, right? So I'm going to say, sure. Okay. Christmas's badass action film. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What Christmas traditions did your parents partake in that you continue? And what traditions do you hope your children will carry on? Um, I continued uh, a lot of my parents' traditions. Uh, One of them is reading The Grinch is Still Christmas on Christmas Eve just before bedtime, but um, we've started many of our own that I hope my kids will continue, like making reindeer food and sprinkling it outside just before putting out uh, milk and cookies for Santa. And every year, one kid is entrusted with the baby Jesus figurine. They have to keep it hidden and safe so that on uh, Christmas Eve, they can reveal him and put him in the manger with Mary and Joseph. That is really neat. I I have never heard of that, but it sounds very special. I am sure that Santa will be happy that there is some sort of religious traditions in your family. Now to change the subject a bit, Nina Claus wanted me to ask, do vampires believe in Christmas? And tell me how you think Michael and Paisley's Christmas would be like. 
Well, okay. So vampires in Cardinal's Cove do not partake in Christmas. They have their own sacred holiday called the Feast of Ilagria. And excuse me, I think I just destroyed the pronunciation of that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this celebrates, <laughs> this celebrates an alliance uh, formed between vampires and humans in the ninth century. And this tree offered hope for peace and coexistence. It also gave birth to the codes that the vampires lived by. As for Michael and Paisley celebrating Christmas, uh, Paisley would celebrate, wouldn't celebrate really any differently than anyone else. Uh, and Michael would respect that like um, any other loving couple with different belief systems. I think they'd find a compromise and create some of their own ways to celebrate the holidays together. But, you know, I still imagine, you know, Michael still putting his larger than life spin on uh, things, taking her to more extravagance and showering her with gifts. I will tell Nina Claus all that you have told me. Before I depart, tell me what you think Christmas is all about. And if you could eliminate one thing in the world for Christmas, what would it be? Oh, um, to me, Christmas is about rebirth of hope and salvation to gather and reflect, to trust that we are loved and protected and part of something much greater than our human self. And if I could eliminate something for Christmas, it would be to strip us of that hateful intolerance I see growing towards those who don't agree with certain narratives. If for one day we could build that foundational respect, in my opinion, that would uh, help pave the way to growth and peace. Perfect, Avery. And thank you for the beverage and believing in the magic of Christmas. I shall pass my report that contains your information to Bro Santa. And of course, if he needs more info, I will pop back in. All right. You can drop in anytime. Joe Claus laying his finger aside his nose and giving a nod up in the air he rose. But please, use the door. Vanishing in a puff of red smoke. Tennessee Mountain Bound. After placing the rock tumbler in the dishwasher, Avery passed the liquor cabinet on her way to gaze upon the tree and to remember the reason and magic of the season. She glanced over at the bottle Joe Claus had poured his drink from and noticed... It was almost empty. She turned back toward the tree just in time to see a new bottle of bourbon float through the air and gracefully land under the tree with the greatest of care. The End Thank you, thank you. Don't touch that dial or head to the door as we have more. Gather the kids around as Avery will be reading his segment from... The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, and I'll be reading a part of A Charlie Brown Christmas. Plus, we'll cover Christmas tinsel along with introducing this fabulous cast. Spotlighting the indie author, wishes happy holidays to our partners, John W. Wood, Joseph Clay, and those who wish to remain silent. These gracious people donated through PayPal and or Patreon. With the financial help from these gracious people, Spotlighting the Indie Author made it through the first year. Spotlighting the Indie Author would also like to wish a happy holidays to the authors who agreed to appear on the show and be interviewed by me. Those authors include Lauren Robinson, Robert Bean, John W. Wood, J.B. Lyon, and Avery Sterling. I personally thank each one of you for being a part of spotlighting the indie author's first year. Nina Claus is played by Nina Turnipseed, manager of Thunderhorse Publishing, 
and podcast host. From Nashville, Tennessee, I wish all a Merry Christmas and a healthy New Year. I would like to leave you with the story about Christmas tinsel. I learned about the meaning of tinsel with the last book I reviewed, The Spider Who Saved Christmas by Raymond Arroyo. This incredible story of courage and love proving that we all are here for a reason has become my favorite illustrated children's Christmas book. Radiating the wondrous spirit of the season, the spider who saved Christmas rekindles an ancient legend casting new light on the story we thought we knew. The spider who saved Christmas spins the enchanting, faith-filled tale of Nephila, a cave-dwelling spider who plays a pivotal role central to the Christmas story. This instant classic reveals the origin of Christmas tinsel and reminds us that hope can always be found even in dark places where we least expect it. Thank you, Nina. We'll link to that review. The Spider Who Saved Christmas by Raymond Ario. Illustrations by Randy Gallegos, along with the link to purchase the book in the show notes. Avery was played by... Avery Sterling, author of The Cardinalist Code, a romantic vampire novel. From my family here in Maine, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I shall leave you with the following from the book of The Grinch Who Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. Every who, down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing, without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or another, it came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could this be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Voila! (laughs) Thank you, Avery. And for those of you who don't know, The Cardinalist Code sits atop the Thunder Horse Publishing's highly recommended reading list with a 4.75 star rating. We will put a link to episode 13, a book review author chat, The Cardinalist Code by Avery Sterling, in the show notes along with a link to purchase this fascinating tale. Christy was played by Christy Warren from Kaufman, Texas. I'm an MS warrior and executive assistant at josephyclay.com. And I would like to wish all of our listeners, as well as our spotlighting the indie author crew, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Christy. The narrator for Mission Christmas Traditions was Kelly Winkler, owner of Kelly Winkler Voice Talent and announcer and co-host for Spotlighting the Indie Author. From my home to yours, I wish you guys all the best and happy holidays. Let's get this 2020 year over with. Thank you, Kelly. We'll put a link in the show notes to your websites. Hi, everyone. I'm Joseph Clay, and I've played the part of Joe Claus. Since today's show was about intel gathering, I'll close by doing just that. Kelly, since you narrated the show, we don't have any data to give Santa. Tell me, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, A Charlie Brown Christmas, or The Grinch Who Stole Christmas? Okay, so I watched them all when I was little. But now I have two little kids, and every day my three-year-old watches The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And the recent one with Jim Carrey, she calls the freaky one. (laughs) 
So we watched the cartoon Grinch and we watched the freaky one every day. <laughs> Do you believe that Die Hard, the first one, is a Christmas movie? You know what? I am going to say yes. What's your favorite Christmas song? And have you ever been caroling or seen carolers? My favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Um, I actually have never been caroling. Um, I know I'm a voiceover talent and everything, but I can't sing. So I've never gone caroling, but I've seen carolers and I really appreciate them. Tell us your Christmas traditions. Christmas traditions. Well, when I was younger, um, we actually set out oatmeal for the reindeer because we didn't want the reindeer to be left out. You know, Santa got cookies, but reindeer needed food too. So we would set oatmeal out for the reindeer. <laughs> um, we used to open a gift, like one on Christmas Eve and then the rest Christmas morning. With my kids, we just wait till they wake up Christmas morning and the gifts are under the tree. Um, the stockings I usually do first, and that's how I grew up as well. But I'm not a very good stocking mom. Like, I don't get a lot of things to put in the stockings like I did. My stockings when I grew up were stuffed, and they had candy and, you know, socks <laughs> and maybe a small toy, but... I haven't done much for my kids, so I need to up my game on that. Um, the tree goes up the day after Thanksgiving, and the tree definitely comes down the day after Christmas, maybe even Christmas night. So by the time that day rolls around, I am ready to pack it all up, do a spring cleaning, get everything refreshed, bring out my spring candles even, maybe I'm like so ready to have the warm weather after that. So it definitely... Um, the second I can clear it all out, I will. All right, Kelly, here's the two big ones. What does Christmas mean to you? And what would be the one thing you would rid the world of if you could? Christmas to me um, has changed through the years, I would say. I grew up in, I grew up in church. Um, it was reverent as Jesus's birthday. We didn't do a whole lot with Santa, so it was kept, um, you know, very sacred. And we did the Advent. And I would say, I mean, I definitely hold this time special and think about the birth of Jesus. And I like the story and, you know, that Christmas Eve service with the candles and Silent Night and Oh Holy Night, my favorite. Um, that is such a special service and at the same time Christmas in general to me means getting together with family and making a huge batch of cherry mash candy like homemade cherry mash um, maybe some other baked goods um, lots of food and just being as a family a bonus would be if we got to play a board game so all of that is what Christmas means to me. Um, what would I rid the world of if I could? It, I don't want to go dark, but I would truly get rid of all evil that's done to kids. Kids deserve to have a happy childhood. 
for as long as possible. And I know bad things happen, and I'm not naive to that. But if they could just be protected a little bit longer, maybe that would save more heartache and um, cruelty passing along. I don't know. I told you. I I didn't want to go dark, but I did. So that would be the one thing in the world that I would rid. Or that would be one thing that I would rid out of this world. Thank you, Kelly, for your words. All right, Nina, by answering these two questions, Santa will have all your data. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And have you ever been caroling or seen carolers? Since I have watched most every Christmas movie, but I have never seen Die Hard, I would say no. As for caroling, yes. When I was in the ninth grade, a group of us spread the joy of Christmas music to the residents of a nursing home. Now you tell us, what you think about Die Hard, the movie, caroling, along with your thoughts on Christmas. As far as Die Hard being a Christmas movie, I have to say yes. It may not be your traditional movie for the season, but it's a Christmas movie that appeals to men due to the action. The movie takes place on Christmas Eve at a Christmas party, and the protagonist is trying to rekindle his relationship with his estranged wife named Holly. The name seals the deal of this being a Christmas movie. As far as caroling, I have never participated in the activity or even seen carolers. I do believe it's a tradition that needs to be brought back. I'll wrap this up by saying that the true meaning of Christmas can be found in a simple cartoon or illustrated children's book. That book, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Charlie Brown's best friend, Linus, nails it. From A Charlie Brown Christmas, written by Charles M. Schultz. And there were, in the same country, shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were sore, afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I wish all a Merry Christmas filled with peace, love, and joy. I think our goal should be to focus on the reason for the season, not only on Christmas, but throughout the year. From all of us at Spotlighting the Indie Author and Avery Sterling, we wish a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. All the participants in today's show were recorded remotely and at different times. They answered the questions honestly and at no time had any clue how the others had answered. Did you pick up on a common theme? 
Music used in today's podcast. Intro, outro music. Thriller announcement 5 by Zaga 2, courtesy of Freesound. Background music. Jingle bells by Easy Tonica, courtesy of Audio Jungle. The show notes will contain the following. Links to the books reviewed on today's show, along with the author's or guest's website, and social media accounts, if applicable. Contact information for Spotlighting the Indie Author. The link to Spotlighting the Indie Author's podcast webpage. Links to the bias of today's hosts. The bio contains the host's emails for fan mail. Links to Spotlighting the Indie Author's blog. The blog will include the sound effect credits, the technical data on the recording of today's show, and more. I'm Kay Douglas, and along with the crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author, we thank you for tuning in. Till next year, have a great holiday season, and a happy new year. This was episode number 20, a 2020 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josepheclay.com podcast.